When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. Tom Bernard Show with Catherine Brandt. Andy Brandt Bernard. <laughs> JB. And Mike Molina. She no longer wants to be a co host. I'm taking yeah. JB's advice. <laughs> You, I love that. You'll be I'm distancing list- myself. You'll be listed as co-hosts. <laughs> mm, there you go. We will be right back, Tom Bernard Show. Walzer Automotive Group started in Minnesota over 60 years ago. Most people know something about the Walzer way. Upfront, no haggle pricing, work with one person from start to finish, or the free lifetime powertrain warranty on most vehicles sold in Minnesota. What you might not know is they are the only automotive group that is a member of the Keystone Club. They join such great Minnesota companies as General Mills, Target, Cargill, the Twins, Wolves, and Vikings in pledging 5% pre-tax profits to local charities. It's a great example of their core values. Do the right thing, display positive energy, be open-minded, and lead by example. So if you're in the market for a new or used car, check out walzer.com or stop into one of their dealerships. Please don't say, tell them Tommy sent you, because it sounds fake and I hate it. Walzer Automotive Group. Walzer.com. Michael Bryant, Brad, Sean Bryant, what's the latest? Well, basically, we're trying to represent people who have been hurt and talk to them before they talk to an adjuster. Uh, one of the key points is to make sure you know what your rights are before you start talking to the insurance company and they start asking you questions or they try to settle your case early and cheap. Well, what's interesting to me is, you know, a lot of people have fear of attorneys. It makes them very uncomfortable. They get nervous about it. What should I do? I've known Michael for years and years now, and I would highly recommend you. So that should be good enough for everybody because I don't endorse people who are dirtbags. Well, I, I appreciate that. Um, but I guess the key is is people think I'll charge them if I talk to them. Right. So a lot of people call me up. It's like, how much is this going to cost if you call me back? Like, you want me to call you back? How much will that cost? I don't charge people. The only way I get paid is if we recover, um, if we get money from the, the other side. And there's a lot of people I talk to that I never get paid for that are just part of giving them advice to make sure they know what they can do and what their rights are. And your record's terrific as well, we should point out. Well, it works. It's been good. <laughs> it's been good, ladies and <laughs> it's gentlemen. It's been good. And how do they contact you? And, uh, e- either through our website, which is minnesotapersonalinjury.com, minnesotapersonalinjury.com, or at 800-770-7008. Michael Bryant, Bradshaw and Bryant. I'm fixing to get me a mess of it. Is that Carol King? Yep. Yes. Wrote great songs. Yeah, she was quite the songwriter. She was a great songwriter. She wrote for everybody. Not the greatest singer I've ever heard, but she could certainly write a song. Uh, didn't she wrote the first song for Little Eva? Didn't she? Wasn't yep. Little Eva mm-hmm. was like her babysitter or something like that? And she wrote her uh, Locomotion, if I remember correctly. The um, play Beautiful is really good. Oh, it is? Yeah. yeah very, well, very good. Her songs are amazing. They are beautiful songs. A woman described as one of the worst DUI offenders in the United States was arrested again in Illinois oh, on Monday. Burns my toast. Found with a liquor bottle in the passenger seat. Tasha L. Schleicher. 41 was arrested after police received a 911 call of a woman passed out behind the wheel at a gas station in Riverside. WLS-TV reported on Wednesday. Officers found the Minnesota native. Yeah, represent. (laughs) Alert and conscious, 
but highly intoxicated with a strong smell of alcohol in her breath. An open bottle of Crown Royal liquor was found in the passenger seat. It looks like she's a... Crown Royale, if you please. It's Crown Royal. It's not Crown <laughs> Royale. It used to be Crown Royale. Yes, it did. Did it really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Well, I didn't know it was Crown Royale. I pronounced it like that for a long time because I had only seen the ads when I was a kid. Well, I had no well, idea. She, she's talking. classy. I mean, that's pretty top shelf whiskey, mm-hmm. isn't it? Yep. Oh, is it? Well, yes. it's right next to her Louis Vuitton purse. So <laughs> yeah, it is. That's true. <laughs> I don't think money's the issue for this crazy, you know what? No, I don't know. I keep reading. I hate her. But Isn't that the old what they call the one point five size bottle too? The it's a bottle and a half actually, isn't it? Yeah, I don't know what Crown Royal comes. Oh, in. I thought you meant because your BAC is one point five after you drink it. <laughs> I think that's the fi- I think that's the I think it's bigger than that. She's got. You think it's bigger than a fifty four ouncer? Yeah, I think it's. Uh, what would be the next Crown thing? Royal? It's- their bottles are. They tend to come pretty small. So yeah, yeah. yeah I'm sure there's huge. a jumbo size. <laughs> An open bottle of Crown Royale liquor was found in the passenger seat of the vehicle, and the car's engine was also running. Uh, Schleicher was in total disarray, not wearing shoes, and her clothes were literally falling off her, police said. The mother of 11. Oh, she's the mother of 11. Well, maybe that's why she drinks. There's some good life choices here. Oh, that's not good news at all. Mother of 11? 11. Irish Catholic, maybe? Oh, no. Well, she is a, a ginger. Ger- is a, yeah, she is a ginger, but she's got a German last name. Schleicher but that's probably just her husband is... Well, probably. She definitely looks some kind of... Alcoholic? UK. <laughs> you know who she looks just like? Don't say don't say anybody, because they will not be happy. Well, they killed themselves, so they'll be okay with it. Oh. She looks exactly like Philip Seymour Hoffman. <laughs> she looks just she like him. She could be related. See? The mother of 11, who was arrested for driving under the influence. i got to be honest with you, if I had 11 kids, I'd be drunk all the time, too. I'll be honest with you. The mother of 11, who was arrested for driving under the influence at least six other times, was taken six into custody. other yeah. times. Honey, and the, she's on the road. Take her license away. Well, I'm sure take, they have. Taking, Put her in jail. Taking the license away is, isn't the issue. She has The no. only way you're going to stop her is lock her up or... or yep. God forbid she kills herself. Yeah. Or, or put one of those breathalyzer, or have they found those unconstitutional? Well, she can't get behind a wheel ever. She, need, she needs at least house arrest. She can't be yeah. running around. She can't do it. Well, whatever happened to those breathalyzer ignition things? Well, some, yeah. people, some people have been beating them by having somebody else breathe in. Yeah. Oh, Just, yeah. There's always crazy. a way of lying and they cheating. Need, they need a system that, like... Takes into your your DNA into account somehow. Yeah, that's what they need. Yeah, eventually that'll happen. I'm sure. I'm sure it will. Uh, by the way, the state record, I believe, in Minnesota, Andy, if you'd look this up, would be great. But I believe 27 DUIs for one person is the state record in Minnesota. See, I just I think 27. I think Minnesota has the most tolerance. Of any state. Probably. Yeah. I oh, really yeah. do feel like they do, and it's ridiculous. Oh, wait, and the no, guy with 27. Uh, just got popped last year because he made, he was back in the news. Yes, yes, he was. Well, South many? Dakota has thirty plus <laughs> for one guy. <laughs> yep, by a guy named Jerry Zeller. Jerry Zeller's wow. got more than thirty DUI arrests. Wisconsin is up there too. So many, yeah, basically just this. Minnesota, oh wait, here's the Minnesota. Yeah, twenty-seven. How many DUIs did that woman who just killed the Wyzetta cop ran him over in oh, the street? Right, she yeah. had a bunch of them too. She did. Yeah. Th- 27, 30, more than 30, and more than 30 in South Dakota, Minnesota, and Wisconsin. Maybe winter's bad for you. Uh, Maybe we draw the line, you know, somewhere less than manslaughter. I don't know. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, really. There's definitely a a mental health component in there somewhere that needs to be touched. Oh, yeah. Yeah, Well, the uh, DUI state uh, du jour is Alaska because... You know, there's no sunlight there, I think, is no, the thing. Right. Because yeah. if you look at it, it's like Alaska, the Dakotas, Minnesota, Wisconsin, they're all way up there. Or it's dark all happy the time. Happy lights. Just yep. buy a happy light. Terrible weather. Um, the woman ago. who hit the YZ cop, let's see, she's had six felonies for drug possession. There you go. So that's a good thing she was driving. Hit and so kill the cop. They shouldn't be allowed to have guns, and they shouldn't be allowed to have cars. 
Nope. Oh, but they can definitely not no condoning uh, drunking or drinking and driving. But JB and I were talking during the break, and man, you can just sense it in the town this week. Everybody is a little bit more depressed than yeah. usual. It's, very it's oh, just yeah. the weather. The weather, just. the weather has <sighs> people have hit yeah. their limit. Yeah, Mon- just, I understand. Monday and Tuesday was was the limit. People, were t- I I caught myself at work looking out of a uh, a glass door. Screaming enough. Yep. <laughs> you just, yeah. I mean, I, I was uh, mouthing the words, but I was like, enough. I've had, you know, I've, I'm tired of being cold. I'm tired of dealing with snow. I mean, yeah. you, know, just, you just, you know, this is, re- you know, and it's been yeah. a while since we've gone through this, and that's part of the problem. People have gotten used to the so-called. Um, but Smell yeah, but winters. it's a mental right. thing too, though, because if it's January, your body and your brain knows it's January. You right. expect it, but when you look out the window right now on April fifth, it looks like January out there. Yeah, yeah. The birds should be coming back and starting to nest. Not to mention it's baseball. True. Yeah. Hey, game starts in uh, what about <laughs> two hours. <laughs> We'll be lucky to play at home in a month well, at this rate. Yeah. Well, they're playing in two hours. I thought they called it. <laughs> no. Not nope. yet. They, they said they're going to try their best. Cause it, no, they're gonna Can you imagine if you got hit by game. a pitch today? <laughs> oh. oh, that ball's going to be hard as a rock. I mean, to be honest with you, there is no way I would go sit in the stands when no. it's 35 degrees. Right. No way. But I mean, last, wear a snowmobile suit to go to a game? <laughs> last Friday, the softball team played two games. Outdoors here. What? Yeah, because the the field we got the field in shape and everything, and the temperature was just high enough where you could you could play. Okay. And we played two because we knew Saturday wasn't going to be decent enough to play the one game we were supposed to have that day. Oh yeah, yeah. And then Saturday it snowed, and the the snow covering wouldn't allow the temperature up high enough. Where we could play on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Can't they put a baggie up at U.S. Bank Stadium like they try to have the fake right field wall at the Metrodome? Well, our baseball team has played games there this year and last year. The problem at U.S. Is, Bank Stadium. Yeah, and high school teams have played their uh, monster trucks in this weekend. Oh, oh for God's sake! So the, I want to see them. The I want to see the monster truck pull up to the. Uh, Line of buses and then not be able to start. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that'd be good. All right, back to the drunk. The mother of 11 who was arrested for driving under the influence at least six other times was taken into custody when she refused to take a sobriety test, according to WLS-TV. She had told police she was looking for her children, but witnesses told officers that Schleicher was by herself at the gas station, the station reported. Schleicher then told officers she was dropping off her 15-year-old son at an unidentified place so he could party in Indiana over spring break. A 15-year-old. He's a 15-year-old, Okay. Riverside Police Chief Thomas Weitzel told uh, WLS-TV, God, this must be from WLS-TV. They've been mentioned about 900 times in the story. She was taken to the hospital after she claimed she was pregnant and bleeding due to a miscarriage. Police found out. She was just lying about Drunks that. Drunks never though. lie. She's lied about her name, date of birth, social security number, and even that she was pregnant, leaving officers no choice but to take her to the emergency room mm. for a treatment for th- something completely fictitious. She knows the system. I believe her trip to the hospital was really an attempt by her to escape custody. Police were working to locate the teenage boy. Schleicher has DUI arrests in Kentucky, Wisconsin, Indiana, California, Oregon, and Minnesota. <laughs> it really is astonishing how little people care about DUIs. I know. It is amazing. When they, they She's kill, going to like, kill somebody. Well, people are all up in arms over gun control. DUIs yeah. kill oh, many more. far more yes, people it's true. than mass yeah. shootings. I agree. Hundreds of times more, but no one cares. I um, do. I care greatly. She has three outstanding warrants because she wouldn't show up to scheduled court dates, police said. She was once arrested in Minnesota while children were in the car. That was also allegedly breastfeeding one of her children while driving drunk. And why does she have kids? Why are her kids still with her? I don't know. Because it's basically impossible for a mother to get her children taken away. It's not true. Isn't that the ultimate in distracted drive? (laughs) I would think so. Yeah, seriously, the only other thing you could add is a Rubik's cube to the uh, equation. You got one. You got one. <laughs> a one drunk hanging. person doing a Rubik's cube. You got a drunk person with a child hanging off a, a 
body part. Yeah. I'm telling body you, Tom, it, it keeps going up for me. It was at four-fifths, 80%. It's getting closer to 85. No, you're, no, you're right. Stupid people in America. Well, in the world, it's like 99%. We know well, that. We're, all, we're stupid for putting up with these people. I know. I know. A member of the Democratic National Committee resigned yesterday after referring to African Americans as colored people. Seriously? <laughs> 2018, and he's going with colored people? Did, did they mean people of color? Well, yeah, see, that's the thing. Huge They're so similar. It's like, why is that a resign worthy thing to say? Well, especially Jamie, horrible. doesn't your dad still say that? Well, his dad is dead. I mean, sorry. <laughs> so no. Didn't he still say that? But if he said it yesterday, time, yeah. of all days to say it on, if he said it yesterday, the 50th anniversary yeah. of MLK's assassination. Yeah. Like, well, there is that. Mm-hmm. Good, that's a good point. That's a good point. Well, and if he was like 80 or something, I mean, maybe it was he's time not. to retire then anyway. No, but. he's not. Uh, in any case, John Parker, a Duval County, Florida Democratic oh, no. State Committee man. Uh, apologize for what he described as a hurtful term and announced his immediate resignation. I understand my error perpetuates divisiveness and does not allow us an opportunity for the important types of meaningful discourse, uh, a conversation our party must engage in sooner rather than later that help us uh, grow as individuals and a party protecting the dignity of all people. Oh, this this guy rather <laughs> verbose there, sir. I take responsibility for my mistake and as such is the impetus of my decision. I resign for the good of my party and all those who are fighting so hard for a better world than the one we are not, are in now. Well, yeah, the world we're in now is fine except for people like you. <laughs> well, he, The uproar came at a time. What? I was going to say, to me, it just sounds like he got two words mixed up when he spoke. People of color and Yeah, I'm trying people. to find what he actually said because that matters a lot. I mean, it's like, what if he said, you know, I think we should be helping colored people. It's like, that's not bad, but if... Colored it's it's all people. it's all context. Well, yeah, but I mean, it's also Florida. I would have gone with colored, like C U L L U D. Colored, and you know that colored guy. Um, I agree with that one comedian we had on like five years ago. We should go back to Moore's. <laughs> yeah, just call everybody Moore's. Moops. Go back to the, the ori- back to original terminology. You know, actually, that, uh, what I just said there, that came from a Johnny Carson show I was watching one night, and Sammy Davis Jr. came out, mm-hmm. and he was promoting a board game, and the board game was called Colored, and it was about black characters moving through the ghetto. It was not. It was, yes, too. You could look it up. Hmm. C-U-L-L-U-D, Colored. It was a board game like Monopoly. There wasn't like a pimp corner, was there? <laughs> yes, there was. <laughs> God. Yes, I mean it was really bad. Woo, that's but Sammy bad. Davis. Uh, well, I'm a Jew now, man. So, you know, <laughs> the uproar came at a time when Florida's Democrats are trying to mobilize voters for this year's election. When the state uh, will choose a new governor, Duval County, where the majority of registered Democrats are African Americans. Yeah, it's uh, kind of a mistake there. <laughs> is seen as an important voter base for challenging Republicans. Multiple Democratic Party officials, including Parker's wife and African-American activist, condemned Parker and called upon him to resign after his offensive remarks were reported. Having a real hard time finding what he said. Oh, yeah, John Parker? Yeah. We'll find it. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. Hi, this is Tom. If you spend any time at the lake, you know how important it is to have the right dock. That's why you should know about flow docks. Flow docks are rock solid with double bracing to eliminate side-to-side sway. They're completely modular so you can configure them to your family's needs or add on as your family's needs grow. And get this, you can install, level, and remove your flow dock without even getting into the water. You see, Flow's passion to invent a better way to make life easier comes through in every product they make. Right down to flow boat lifts that are quieter, faster, and effortless to install and use. Are you starting to see a pattern here? Flow is about making things easy. My friends at Flow also told me that hockey star Ryan Suter bought a Flow dock and lift as he wanted the best for his family. See for yourself why they say they've been perfecting leisure time since 1983. See them at com. Flow docks and lifts. A better way. It's Tom telling you how easy it's been for me to lose weight on the Nutramost weight loss plan. I've started up another round at the new Nutramost Plymouth location, and those unwanted pounds are going fast. I've lost over 34 pounds. 
Nutrimos is so easy, and they guarantee that you lose 20 pounds or more in just 40 days. There's no exercise, shots, drugs, prepackaged food, and I'm never hungry. Nutrimos has helped me change my life, and I know they can help you too. Nutrimos to Plymouth is hosting a second free informational dinner. Learn how to have success losing weight just like me. Neil Sheehy, Nutrimos client and owner, who played nine years in the NHL and is an agent to some of the NHL's current top players, will be at the dinner, and so will I, actually. It's Monday, April 30th, 6 p.m. at Jake City Grill in Plymouth, located around the corner from Nutramost, just off Highway 55 and 494. Space is limited. Call 763-333-7337 to register. That's 763-333-7337. Don't do the crime if you can't do the time. understood what keep your eye on the sparrow was supposed to mean. I have no idea what that means. Uh, by the way, some of the ragtime songs that are, uh, I, I looked up the board game Colored, mm-hmm. and it doesn't really say much about it, but it does say that uh, uh, they talked about the, the jazz numbers associated with it. Um, a ragtime writer uh, wrote uh, quite a number of jazz numbers, including Sweet Georgia Brown, Sweet Man, Them Their Eyes, Sugar, Strictly Colored Affair, C-U-L-L-U-D. That's amazing. I mean, is it 13 best game show host favorites images on Pinterest? Do you go on Pinterest? Uh, sometimes. Once in a blue moon. Well, I'm on Pinterest right now. Some and basically are on there constantly. It's, Alan Ludden and Groucho Marx and Bob Eubanks. Why would any of that be on Pinterest? I don't know. Why is this stuff on Pinterest? Well, like, I I, I, I did a Pinterest search of old restaurants of St. Louis, and then it, I started going down the rabbit hole because oh. it started bringing up old buildings of St. Louis and old this of St. Louis and old that of Oh, yeah. It was kind of, it was fun and interesting, but all of a sudden I noticed I had wasted 40 minutes. And it's like, what am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing on here? What's wrong with me? Yeah, yeah I, you do sometimes burn up an oh, yeah. hour not yeah. even right. realizing you're doing it. Yeah, you got to be careful. I, say you I, do. I got to go, but I wanted to say one last thing about something we d- discussed last hour, that, that nonsense. Yes. You, you asked a okay. great you asked a great question to the guests we had the first hour about uh-huh. the the way they dressed, uh, the women at that company dressed and uh-huh. whatnot. A man who is, and I'll just say this before I go, a man who is supposedly racist, sexist, and all that wouldn't ask that question. So if you people who, who find Tom to be that way are listening, just re- remember, a man that would ask that question is not or would not be racist, sexist, and whatnot. So get a clue. So there you, you go. Well, thank get, you, sir. Get and a clue, you idiots. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice salutation. <laughs> but I'll talk. Well, all right, so we're, we'll, we'll talk to you next week. Yeah, I'm great. Run back to the place so we can get ready to go to Michigan State University. So. Yeah, you're, now you're a big shot. No, I'm not a big shot. I told you, somebody quit and I got bumped up on the travel list. So, so it's not about being a big shot, it's just... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, what are you going to do? All right. Uh, oh, hey, wait a minute before you go. Yeah. Joe from Louisville says, I like JB. Oh, well, thanks, Joe. You should know that. So there you go, yeah. right there. It's all you need to know. All right, we'll talk to you next week. Okay. JB, thanks a lot. Yeah. Thanks for your kind words. Very nice of you. Yeah, it's unbelievable how people are just uh, have different views of life, I guess. Some people wish to be miserable and angry. Yes. I guess they just do. Must um, be an enjoyable experience for some of them. I have to look up and see. Melina, you're not a golf fan, are you? No, I'll be watching, definitely. The Masters just started. Masters just started today. That's exactly right. I'm going to see if I can find out uh, who's where. Why am I going to the Star Tribune website? All I'm going to find down there is Tom sucks. Yeah. We hate Tom. We hate Tom. That's Tom the headline sucks. every day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, do you see the price, uh, the, the uptick in price for, you know, 
if you wanted to go all four days of the Masters compared to the last oh, two years man. when Tiger was not in it. It's uh, yep. wow. Now that's the thing. I these golf tournaments. I remember a big one came through Minneapolis, and uh, my real estate office was all you know doing a bunch of volunteer stuff. It's like they rely. I think about ninety percent of the staff is are volunteers. It's like these guys are making hundreds of millions of dollars, and they rely on volunteers to run a, a golf tournament. I don't uh, get that. Uh, I would say that uh, Rocco Mediate, who was on the KQ Morning Show this morning and predicted Tiger Woods would win the Masters, is in big trouble. Uh Uh-oh. Tiger Woods is three over par after 12 holes in 66th place. That's not Uh, good, is it? Well, I mean, (laughs) how old is he at this point? 42. Is that getting to the long road end? (laughs) Long road (laughs) end. Older people than him have won the Masters. Haven't they? Uh, oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Jack, Nic- Jack Nicholas won the Masters, I believe, at 46 years old. I believe he was 46. Let's see. How he, old uh, is Phil? Craig Stadler won in 2003 at 50. See? Oh, there you go. Craig Fred Stadler. Funk was also 50. Davis Love. Did he give up the funk? Wait, what? Uh, <laughs> Davis Love the third won in 2015 at 51. That's Really? Huh. Well, so, yeah, I guess you can make it up to 50. I guess so. But um, he also, I mean, no he's been golfing me. since he was like one year old. Yeah. yeah they, he must have, he, he has to have swung a golf club. Oh, my God. Ten million times at this point. That's why he's had so many surgeries. Yeah, exactly. And your joints only have so many swings in them. Uh, things are not looking good for Americans, by the way, so far in the Masters because the top-ranked American is Justin Thomas, and he he's tied for sixth place, but he's only two shots back. Yeah. Golf isn't that big in America as it was 15 years ago. No, it's not. Tiger's a tiger. Probably. It's not even close, actually. Who's doing right. the worst? The, who's in last place? It's got to be one of the guys who's won it before. Because if you've won the Masters, you get to play in it as long as you want. Oh, a guy named I think his name was Don Ford. I think Donald Ford was his name. Yeah. They finally had to ask him when he was like eighty. Could you stop playing in it? Aww. Would you look it up, Andy, and, and see? Uh, his name was Doug I think, Ford. Doug Ford. Why How old was he? Play. How old was Doug Ford the last he, time he played? He's still around and he's ninety-five. But he doesn't so, play anymore. Let's, he might. Let's find out. Well, he's not. In, he's not on the list. You got Harry Ellis is fourteen over after seventeen holes. <laughs> That's not good news. He I'd played be 14 over. in the tournament until two thousand one. Okay, so, so 17, seventeen. So ago. he would have been like seventy eight. Seventy eight years old. <laughs> he was teeing her up. Uh, I think that's great. I think I they should too. let him play as long as he wants. Well, he did win a lot of stuff. Yeah, he, did. he won he the PGA Tour nineteen times. Really. On the PGA Tour. No, he won on the PGA I don't know. It says number of wins by tour, PGA Tour 19, so right. I don't know what that means. Yeah, it just means the, the entire... Hey, that's a lot. Hey, 19 wins on the PGA Tour is a ton of wins. Oh, he did win the Masters Tournament in 1957 and the PGA Championships in 55. So That's pretty impressive. Yeah. Yeah, he's been around a while, and he's golfing, and he's Indeed. still around 95 years old. Indeed. Oh, here we go. When he was 88... He said he still regularly plays golf. Mm, that's wonderful. He must have, like, superhuman joints. <laughs> he must have superhuman joints. Because that's what breaks down when you're yeah. golfing too yeah, much, I'm sure is the joints. True. I'm trying to find my guy, but I can't find him. Oh, there he is. He's tied for 14th. He's even only three shots back. Jordan Spieth. I love Jordan Spieth. He has a brother who has... Uh... Now, what's the term now? Is it special needs? Or can't uh, you say that yeah. anymore? Depends on what know. is wrong with them, I think. I didn't say anything was wrong or, with them. Well, what? yeah. See, Catherine, <laughs> you're so horrible. You're mean and horrible. Jordan I'm Spieth. So Jordan sorry. Spieth, yeah, his brother has a... I think, it, isn't it still special needs? What's wrong with special needs? That's not an insult. I don't know. I have special I just, needs. It changes every six months. I think months. you should just look it up every... Yeah. Every time you want to use any term. Exactly. <laughs> Boy, back when I was a kid in North Minneapolis, man, they, they were very oh. direct with all that stuff. Yeah. I heard your brother's a cripple. It's like, <laughs> okay, well, that's Well, a speaking direct, of the neighborhood, but... who is that guy uh, in your neighborhood that would walk weird? Like, he he had something. Oh, yeah. The, but, um... <laughs> Crap! What was it called? Yeah, what they, uh, they like drank some. Oh, oh Jake's 
Jake. Oh yeah, Saint Something's Saint Walk. Vitus yeah. or something. Saint, Saint Vitus dance or yeah, yeah. Saint Vitus dance. That's but there's yeah. also a Jake Walk. Oh yeah, yeah. Jake, Jake walk. walk. Yeah, there's a Jake. It's the same walk. thing, I think. I think it's the same thing. Yeah, it's from drinking too much. Ugh. Ugh. Your brain fries. No, it's it's because uh, I know that they, they drank something specific. Ah, oh, here we go. Jamaica ginger, aka Jake, was oh. a medicine. Yeah, medicine existed. <laughs> Yeah. Taking my medicine. 70 to 80% ethanol by weight. Oh! And cool. That's a brain fryer right there. And uh, not food quality ethanol. Mm. Ethanol with a whole bunch of crap in it. So you drank that, it uh, attacked your spine, and there you go. Fried your brain. Oh, yeah, uh, Joe says yes. it is special needs. So, so uh, Jordan Spieth, I love the guy because he has a brother who has special needs, okay. and he just loves them. He absolutely loves his brother with Good. special needs, and he, he pays very close attention to... Well, maybe I, I can't remember if it's a brother or a sister. Would you look up and see Jordan Spieth? Is it, it's spelled... Uh, uh, oh, do you have it? I don't think it's a brother. See, I'll, I'll, I'm, I'm so then. afraid of any of that terminology just well, because... It is special needs. My, my, my friend said something like... I think she said special needs, uh-huh. and her friend... That had a special needs child, if it's still okay to say special needs, yeah. turned on her and got very mad, and they like didn't have a friendship anymore for over a year. Well, well, if you're that because she said the wrong thing. If you're that like you know trigger happy about that, we're it's not like they were best. close friends to begin with. Yeah, we're trying our best. You know what I'm saying? Uh, yeah, I know. It's so sad. I don't know what to younger say sister Ellie. Uh, yeah, there you go, Ellie Spieth. Oh, so she she it's a girl. It's his young, yes. younger sister, and she is a special needs Aww. child. He looks like such a sweetie pie. He does, he's got a sweet he? face, which he really could does. be. I mean, I don't know if he's sweet, but he's you've always really thought that guy. he was a good guy. He doesn't yep. specify what her deal is. Seems like he's a, just a very very nice man. But she's permanently has the mental age of five. Aww. Is what it is. Oh, see, is any and he just dotes on her. He just loves her. And I just admire him so much that I like, what can That's I great. tell you? Okay, we're going to go from tied for sixth because there are about, looks to be about 11 or 12 people that are in that uh, boat. Uh, Rory McElroy tied for sixth with Phil Mickelson, Webb Simpson, Charles Swartzel, Tony Finau, or Finau, I think it's pronounced. He's the one. Did you hear what he did yesterday? No. Tony Finau was playing in the par three. He had a hole in one. And he started doing like a moon dance, running backwards, Uh-oh. dislocated his ankle, oh, reached no. down and snapped <gasps> it back into place, <laughs> and kept on playing. Mm. <laughs> God. Really? Yeah, he, he snapped his ankle back into place. Generally, that's not a good idea. There's some inflammation today, maybe. Well, he's only two back at this point, tied for six. So maybe he plays better in pain. Well, the problem is it's a good way to give yourself permanent nerve damage well, if you don't know what true. you're doing. That is true. So unless, maybe he has an ankle that dislocates all the time. All yeah. the time. He was maybe. trained to deal with it. Yeah, you might be right. Oy, that's... Uh, Patrick Reed's tied for six. Charlie Hoffman, Justin Thomas tied for six. Then tied for third, Adam Hadwin from Canada, VJ Singh, Bernd Wiesberger. Uh, I don't know what the hell flag that is. I have no idea what country that is. Henrik Stenson is tied for first with Mark Leishman. So your top-ranked uh, Americans are all tied for sixth. Good God! Get, but they're only two backs. So Did you see uh, Jack Nicholas, uh, his grandson? Yeah, he holed out too. He had a hole in one at 15 years old. Yeah. Did you hear what his what what Jack was yelling? No. Yeah, you know, when the ball went in the hole, he he, he turned to the kid and kind of hugged him, grabbed him, and said, "We talked about this the other day. Remember, we talked about this the other day." <laughs> That's the part of golf that I love is the family part of golf. Uh, getting out there, like Catherine and I are thinking. I, I haven't played golf in a couple of years now. She hasn't played what in about five years. Uh, it's been a long time. So uh, Catherine and I may go out and start playing golf again this summer. Uh, I don't know. We'll see. Not eighteen holes for me. Well, no. We'll just go out and play nine holes and and see how it works out. Dead last at fourteen over par, Harry Ellis. Fourteen over par after seventeen holes. That is not a good score, sir. I think I'm it's sorry. a great score. <laughs> you do. There's I'd be thrilled with that. <laughs> there's nobody near him. The the the, uh, the highest score other than Harry Ellis at 14 over is Matt Par- Parzial, who uh, shot an 81 nine over par. Oh. 
So uh, Harry is going to probably withdraw after the first round, I would imagine. Yeah, what you have at the bottom are a lot of the Ian Woosnams, Mark O'Meara's, uh, guys that have uh, won uh, who who get to play in the tournament because they did win the tournament, uh, plus six for O'Meara. Uh, Woosnam is plus seven. Uh, those guys will all, all probably withdraw after the first round. They might go play again tomorrow just for the hell of it. But It's such they a beautiful withdraw. golf course. It is. Uh, I've never seen it in person, but it is spectacular. Mm-hmm. It's even a bitch to play on t- Tiger Woods golf the <laughs> game. It's hard as hell. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show. I'm here with my real estate agent, Chris Lindahl. And after seeing what he did for me, I asked if he had something that would help our listeners. Chris, what do you got? We have something very special for KQ listeners. April 16th through the 18th, the Chris Lindahl team is hosting our SellerWorkshop.com series, where we're going to teach you how to net between thirty dollars to $60,000 more on your home sale. And the best part is it's absolutely free. So that sounds great, Chris, but what's the catch? Tom, here's what I'll share with you. The number one core value at the Chris Lindahl team is to be generous. I have a teaching degree, and this is my passion to educate homeowners in the Twin Cities on how to sell your house the right way so you don't end up leaving tens of thousands of dollars on the table going through the traditional real estate process. So go to sellerworkshop.com for times and locations and to sign up for your free ticket. The seller workshops are happening April 16th through the 18th. Seating is limited, and trust me, they sell out fast. Visit SellerWorkshop.com or call 763-401-SOUL. Tom here for Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning. When you call Sabre for service, you'll get a certified technician that's an expert at diagnosing, repairing, and installing heating and air conditioning equipment. Sabre Techs give you the service you need, not the other stuff that you don't need. When you combine that with Sabre's A rating for customer service and the best equipment from Bryant, you get exactly what you need. So make the call to Sabre Plumbing, Heating, and Air Conditioning today. Sabre and Bryant, whatever it takes. Four. Straight down the middle. It went straight down the middle. Down the middle. Uh, I never does. It does. started to hook just a wee, wee bit. That's when my caddy lost sight of it. That little white pellet has never been found to this day. <laughs> that little white pellet has never been found to this day. Yeah. I you had know, no idea there was a golf song. Bing Crosby. I'm sure there are a few. Oh, there, there are lots of golf He songs. died on a golf there course. Are? He died on a golf course. That's exactly right. One of the worst fathers ever Did of we just all drop? Time. No. Oh, okay. You got uh, cut off when you were saying the word Spain. And Spain! I was confused. He did that on purpose just to upset everyone. That's what happened. Tell you, this new router, Andy, sounds yeah, wonderful. Yeah, this new router is definitely much better. Uh, yeah. Hey, Mike? It looks like a spaceship. Yeah. Let's see. Is there, there doesn't seem to be anywhere near as much delay. No. No. Also. So do you think, and do you think the old router probably, there was more delay on the old router? I wouldn't doubt it. Yeah, so packet loss is not a good thing. We like it. No packet loss. Uh, Crosby played a game, had a 13 handicap, lost by one stroke. When he was heading back to his clubhouse, he died instantly from a heart attack. About 20 yards from the clubhouse. Probably the way he wanted to go. I guess. He played one of the nicest guys in the history of Hollywood. He's always the nice guy in movies, but I guess one of the worst fathers in the history of the yeah, United States. Everyone was a bad father back then. He it was re- like the thing to do was be a bad father in the 40s. He referred to his overweight son as Satchelass. <sighs> nice guy, huh? <laughs> Thanks, Dad. Well, lose some weight, kid. Well, <laughs> that's nice, Andy. He also had a son, and I can't remember what his name was, but uh, he wore a cowboy hat and sunglasses and drank like a fish because Bing was known to drink a little bit, you know. Yeah. But um, they interviewed him on 60 Minutes or one of those shows, Bing Crosby's son, and they were talking about the fact that uh, I think two or three of his sons have died of alcoholism. (sighs) And he said, the host says, well... uh, Mr. Crosby, unfortunately, uh, we understand that you've lost two brothers to uh, complications of uh, alcoholism, from alcoholism. Uh, is that true? And the guy goes, yeah, that's what I understand. But look, uh, let me just tell you this one thing that 
everybody's got to believe in something, and I believe I'll have another drink. <laughs> well, here's something. Uh, Dedicated. Bing Crosby's first wife and two of his sons killed themselves. Yep. Oh. So he must have been a pretty bad influence on them. Oh. Because, he had, uh, yeah. yeah, so he had four sons. He had Dennis, Gary, Lindsay, and Philip. Two of them killed Dennis themselves, and like Lindsay Andy said. Killed yep. themselves. One of them yeah. died alcoholism, and the other had ovarian cancer. Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, his first wife, Dixie, she killed herself. I played golf with Catherine Crosby once. In we Wisconsin. had her on the show, didn't we? Yeah, we had Catherine Crosby, and Herb. she's is she still she's still alive, isn't she? Let's find out. Sorry, I misspoke she there. Dixie Lee, the uh, the wife, obviously cannot die from ovarian cancer. If you're a guy, Gary died yeah. of lung cancer. Uh, but, Catherine Crosby is still alive. Yeah, she's eighty four. Eighty four years old. Yeah, I played golf with her over in Wisconsin once at Turtleback. Uh, she was a very nice woman. Uh, she, you could tell though that she was a Hollywood big shot because man, did she like to be pampered? Really? Oh God, it was unbelievable. Darling, get that for me, would you? Darling? Well, yeah, that was the other thing to do in that era was uh, be a Hollywood diva. I, I think get, it's still a thing. I got a call one wow. day. This is probably uh, 10, 15 years ago, from James Car. Well, not from James Cargill himself, but from his aide, who said, "Mr. Cargill would like you to come over and play golf." And I said, okay, well, where, where does Mr. Cargill play golf? He plays in, I think it's Cumberland or Rice, Wisconsin, whatever. I said, okay, well, that'll be interesting. Yes, Mr. Cargill will send a limousine for you. I'm like, no, no, I'm good. I'm good. I'll just drive over. That's you all worried it was going to be a hit? No, I oh. just thought, yeah, that's all I need is the, my listeners to find out I would rode in Jim Cargill's limousine to go play golf with he and Catherine Crosby. Who would know? Actually, James Cargill was a very nice guy. You should have gone. I did go. Oh. But I drove. Oh. I drove. I did not uh, I did not take the limousine. Uh, you know, there's there's a guy who probably has no idea how much money he's got. James Cargill's still alive. He's not that old. I think James Cargill was younger than me. Maybe not. There's only one Cargill left, I know that, and it's James. Really? Yeah. The rest of them are all McMillans. Oh. Well, the Mill- McMillans are Cargills too, though, because you know that's the Cargill and McMillan thing is a, basically the same family. Is James Cargill still alive, Andy? He's still trying to find him. Oh, he's still trying to track him down. James Cargill, yes. Well, the second. Yeah, James Cargill, the second. How is he? What in his fifties? James R. Uh, nineteen forty-nine. Oh, so he's sixty-eight. Yeah. Yeah. So he's not that old. Like I said, he was a very, very nice guy. Really nice guy. Um, you know, he wasn't all that... He's, he's kind of shy, actually, to tell you the truth. He's not all that talkative. He's a rather shy person. He's a big, bigger guy. But, uh, yeah, Catherine, Cosby, uh, Catherine Crosby was a friend of his. Well, I suppose there are a lot of... The Cargills and the McMillans have a lot, a lot of friends around the world. My favorite Cargill or McMillan story is Duncan McMillan, who built Rush Creek Golf Course over in Maple Grove, Minnesota. Right. He wanted, he, he wanted to do something, so he did it. He went and bought one of those full-body diving bell suits, you know what I'm talking about? Uh-huh. With the big hose that comes out of the yeah, helmet and goes the up to the boat. yeah. He bought one of those and walked along the bottom of Lake Minnetonka from one end to the other. <laughs> Doesn't somebody have to be up in a boat with the air tanks? Yeah, they yep. were, yeah. Oh, God. He walked the bottom of Lake Minnetonka. <laughs> Duncan, another guy, by the way, was a great guy. Duncan was a really good guy. He was one of those guys, it was weird, though, because every time I would run into Duncan over at Rush Creek, which is a public golf course, it's great golf course, wonderful golf course. I'd run into Duncan, he'd go, Tom, are you mad at me? I'm like, no, I'm not mad at you. Why, why would I be mad at you? Because you always look mad. I, I must look mad all the time. I don't. I didn't realize that was the case. I remember I that golf course. It was like we when we lived in Maple Grove. It was a. It was right down the street from. Yeah, it was like three houses down. Yeah, and it was called Whispering Pines. Whispering Pines. For years and years and years, this I don't. I think the people that own the land were just going to open up a golf course. I think that's right. I remember, yeah. they put in a ton of pine trees on the front there. They all died. Yeah, they did. And then the place sat there. It was never open for years until he bought it and turned yeah. it into. Rush Creek. Yeah, it's a wonderful golf course. It is It is public, so if you uh, want to play it and you've never played it, I would definitely play Rush Creek 
it is a really, really fun experience to play Rush Creek Golf Course. That's probably what you, you and I should go out there and play nine holes some night. That would be nice. We could look and see because there's a development now where we used to live. They tore all those houses down. They did? Yeah. our little horseshoe? Yep, our no. little horseshoe. All, the horse, all those horse, the houses are I gone. I think you're talking down by Jesse Ventura's old house. No, 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 nothing no. but development. No, 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 no. That, whatever street we lived on, they tore all the houses down and put up a development. Aww. We had like a five-acre little hobby ranch farm. level or whatever. Like a hobby farm. Yeah, exactly. That's indeed what happened. But uh, I don't like that. I don't know. It's an interesting world. Oh, my God. Rudy Giuliani, who, by the way, is not a nice man. He's one of the biggest, most arrogant pricks I've ever met in my life. I ran into him, by the way, at a golf course. And he had just uh, had a meeting with Norm Coleman. And I've known Norm now for 32 years, from 33 years. What is that? That's a really good question. I think it's the router. No, it it sounded... Oh, you know what? I bet it... It sounded like a cooling thing. It was the laptop, I think. Oh, it was the laptop, oh. yeah. It was over... It was uh, the fan turned on because it was getting hot. Okay. Anyway, so uh, I met Rudy Giuliani briefly, and then about three, four months later, I ran into him uh, at another golf course, and I walked up and I said, Hey, Mr. Giuliani, how you doing? And he looks up and he goes, Yeah, right. <laughs> I said, I... I'm that friend of Norm Coleman's. He goes, oh, good. Good for you. I mean, what an air dick. The third time wasn't the charm for Rudy Giuliani. The former New York City mayor on Wednesday confirmed with sadness to page six that his third wife, Judith, has filed for divorce in a Manhattan court. It has a quote from him. We hope to do this as amicably as possible and hope that people will respect the privacy of our children at this time. Well, your kids are about 70, aren't they? Well, let's see. He's 73, so I would guess probably in their 40s at least. Uh, the kids are in their 40s. I think they'll get over it. Uh, oh, wait. Here we go. Andrew and... Let's see. Andrew was... Oh, he's my age. Uh, Andrew is 31? Yeah. He has a kid named Andrew who is well, 32, but... Uh, we hope to do this as amicably as, possi- amicably as possible and hope that people will respect the privacy of our children at this time. In these divorce situations, you cannot place blame. It is 50-50. There are problems on both sides. We will have to divide our properties in New York and Palm Beach. Oh, you poor baby. Poor guy's so going to have to do that. His daughter is Alex's age. There you go. See, and we have something in common. Carolyn. Divvying up things might not be easy, page six notes. Judith filed a contested divorce, suggesting there might be disagreement over their assets. The two married in 2003 and have children from their earlier marriages. Judith, 63, had also been married twice previously. See, that's what I would want to do is marry somebody who's been married 900 times already. Yeah. It's a good what sign. A good idea. Yeah. She looks like she's as nuts as he is. They both look like they're crazy. Oh, they do not. Yes, they do. They both look nuts. You're projecting. Mm. I'm not <laughs> Not at all. Uh, the two married in 2003, and they have children from their earlier marriages. Judah, 63, also had been married twice previously. The AP reports the 73-year-old Giuliani's marriage to Judith was preceded by a 20-year union with Donna Hanover and a 14-year marriage with second cousin ooh, Regina Perugi, or Perugi, before that. That first marriage was annulled. Donald Trump was a guest at the now-divorcing couple's wedding. And Business Insider resurfaces Judith's reported reaction to a tasteless joke Giuliani made last month about attending Trump's third wedding along with Hillary Clinton, who said, uh, he said, actually fit through the door. Uh, has she gained a little weight or something? Is that, uh, is that what the situation is? I don't know. Uh, Axios sources say Judith shot her husband a most foul look as the crowd gasped when he said it. Oh, my God. Calm down. Honest to God, settle down. Relax, will you? It's good. Oh, Donald Trump, he's getting divorced, too. What? Donald Trump Jr. Oh. I was going to say, that would... I, I would have heard of that. Because well, he's been divorced would, twice before, too. He's people would be rejoicing times. if he divorced uh, Ivana or I, Melania or oh, whichever Oh, yeah, they one. could wreck his life in any way, shape, or form. They'd be yeah. thrilled. They or if his life it. was falling apart, they'd like Which that one too. is he with, Melania or Ivana? Uh, He's with Melania now. Okay. Yeah. Well, he was see. with Ivana, then he was with... Um, what the hell was Marla Maples. Marla? Marla Maples, and then he was with Melania. Yeah. Marla Maples sounds like a fake name. I'm sounds sure it is. Yeah. And I think Marla Maples is the only woman he's ever been married to that could speak English. 
I think he likes women who can't speak English that well. Well, that was one of his little quips when he was running for president. Oh, that, was it? That people are saying, I don't like immigrants. And he's like, I've married three of them. Oh, well, he, oh I didn't know Marla Maples was an immigrant. She's not. I'm married two of them then. Yeah, married two of them because yeah. Melania and Ivana uh, are both immigrants. That is her real name. Ivana? She was born in, no. Oh, Marla Maples? She was born in Georgia. Georgia, Georgia. Uh, historians say widely known image of Jesus is inaccurate, but we've known that since I was a little kid. Well, yeah. Jesus was actually black, wasn't he? Uh, I wouldn't say black. He was Middle well, he Eastern. Was, he was dark-skinned. In any case, let me see if they have a rendering. Come he, on. He probably oh. looked like a modern-day, uh, like... JB. Probably Persian-esque. No. I'm, I'm sure that every, you know, like if you were... Bulgarian. They probably Everyone, depicted him as more Bulgarian, just so people could relate. Don't you think? Yeah, I think I so. I would think so. Yeah. yeah. Guess who? There you go. There's Asian Jesus G- right there. Chinese Jesus depicted as Chinese in <laughs> really? Chinese. Jesus is form. Chinese. Every yeah. every. Well, there you go. Well, I mean. Well, he died if, for everyone's sins. Yeah, so. if we assume that Jesus is real and he does appear to people, you would imagine he would appear to them as their own uh, race. Yeah, I suppose mm-hmm. that's true. Because people are still so uh, obsessed with it. It's like, you know, if you appeared to uh, a Chinese person as a white person, they would be like, "What? this is weird. What's your problem? But if you appear to them as the way you are, then that does. they don't have to, like, Think about that part. Yeah, well, come on, Tom. It's just like the so. priest being a conduit to God. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Honestly, God, I remember that. I'm like, yes, the priest is a conduit to God. I'm like, no, he's not. <laughs> I got a, little, got a little bit of trouble for that one <laughs> back in the day. Well. But that did not go over well at uh, St. Joseph's. I can guarantee you that. Uh, God created us in his own image. That's why. So that's what it was. God created us in his own image. So my image is what God looks like. That's what people think. We'll be right back. Tom Bernard Show.